Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hello and welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here for today's episode. Um, I got a ton of great feedback on last week's episode all about easy ways to kind of boost your breakfast. And I thought for today's episode, we could do something kind of similar and focus on some ways that you can easily include more grains in your toddler's or child's diet. So we're going to go through a few of my favorite ways to get some greens in. But before we do that, I want to take a second and say thank you to everyone who has written and reviewed my podcast and read one of those aloud because it means so much to me, helps me keep going. And it also, actually, if you didn't know this, this is how your favorite podcast platforms spread the word to other parents about this podcast. So it truly helps me, but it also helps other moms just like you find this podcast. So if you find it helpful, scroll all the way down give it a written review. I would absolutely love it. And uh, today's review is by Bits505, Solidarity and Picky Eating. This podcast is just amazing. I love how real Alyssa is and how practical her tips and discussions are. There is no magic fix for serious picky eating, but the longer, but no longer feeling alone in this journey or battle has been huge. And I'm so grateful you're here. You're absolutely right. Just knowing that you're not alone sometimes takes just the edge off, right? Like, of course, we want to move in the direction of reversing picky eating, but sometimes it's just enough to know we're not alone. It's not our fault. We're doing everything we can when we can. And that's enough to know that we're in community together. So thank you for being here. Thank you for writing that review. And thank you for spreading that encouragement because I think so many of us can uh, stand to hear it more often. So let's get into the podcast. So like I said, today we're breaking down several ways that are super easy to include more greens in your little one's diet. Now, here's the thing. Greens are great. We all know that. Greens are full of fiber and vitamins and minerals and can be an excellent food for our little ones to eat and for us to eat. So um, of course, some easy tips to include more of these in your little one's diet, I think would be helpful to most of you. I think if your toddler or child is anything like mine, Green leafy salads maybe aren't the easiest to get our little ones to eat. However, those are typically what we think of when you hear me say, get your greens, right? Get your greens in. Everyone pictures a salad nine times out of 10, maybe sometimes broccoli or, you know, a smoothie here or there or something like that. Almost none of us think of like, kiwi fruit or a green apple or, you know, something like that. So just keeping that in mind that although some kids love salad, actually my daughter is showing signs that she cannot get enough of salad, although not sure it's that or the tangy salad dressing, but so far it's been great. And my son has learned to like salad. It certainly is not the first green um, that they've been interested in or um, wanted to include in their diet and obviously willing to eat. So just putting that aside, today's list, none of them are salad. So if you're looking for tips on how to get your little one to eat salad, not today's podcast. However, maybe that's something in the future because it is something that I've been working on for years and starting to see that with my son that he's actually eating it. 
However, today's podcast is not about how to get them to eat a large leafy green romaine kale filled salad. Today is all about kind of the more easy approaches to getting our little ones to eat more greens and actually maybe even have them well accepted. Here's what I will say. I do not want you to run and do all of these tips or all of these strategies like this week. Pick one, maybe two, and try to implement that and see how it goes. And pick the one that sounds the easiest to you. You know your child best. You know what's going to work. You know what's likely not. And however, I will say that even if you think it won't work, please give it a try. I was talking with um, a client recently and she said, you know, what I love so much is when I'm surprised, when I think she won't eat it and I still put it in front of her and she finishes her plate. It's so rewarding. And I just think to myself, if I would have let that thought take over and say, she's not going to eat it anyways, I'm not even going to cook it, I'm not even going to put it out, I'm not going to put it in front of her, then she wouldn't have eaten it at all. So worst case scenarios, they don't touch it. Best case scenario, we are floored and super surprised. But quick reminder here, we don't act surprised, right? We are cool. We are calm. We are a cucumber situation (laughs) and you come and celebrate with me on Instagram and then you and I do a little dance, but we're calm and in person at the table, right? All right. Without further ado, let's get into the tips. The first one, and I feel like I would kind of be remiss without talking about this, is make them taste good. All right. This is not me insulting your cooking. I know that recently I posted a post that said, make them taste good, and someone got offended that I was insulting their cooking. No, 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 no. I'm just saying a lot of us come from a generation where either canned goods were used or, you know, vegetables were steamed and no butter was added, no salt was added, no flavorings were added. And it's just kind of like, here's your green beans steamed, finish them all, right? And listen, there's nothing wrong with canned vegetables. There's nothing wrong with frozen vegetables. There's nothing wrong with the way you're likely cooking vegetables. But look at it objectively and ask yourself, do these taste good to other people? (laughs) Maybe it is the way that you prefer it. I, for example, love steamed broccoli, like love it so much. But I know it's not necessarily the best way that broccoli is prepared. It doesn't bring out the best flavors in broccoli. Um, A lot of those types of cruciferous vegetables are actually best when they are roasted. So roasting them in the oven or putting them in the air fryer is one of the best ways to bring out the best flavors of those green vegetables specifically. So asking yourself, what is it that I could add to make this taste really good? And that typically comes down to just a handful of things. Number one is fat butter, oil, things like that, cooking it in it, sauteing it in it, drizzling it over the top of it at the end, all can increase the um, taste profile when we give it to our little ones or even to ourselves. And the second one is salt and seasoning. And so really salt brings out the flavor in food. And it is not to be feared like it once was. Salt is a necessary uh, ingredient that we all need in our body and in our function. So of course, Excessive salt has its issues. I actually do have a podcast here um, if you scroll back on sodium and salt. So you can go back and listen to that if you want a little bit deeper of a dive. It's kind of more focused on babies. But anyways, I'm totally digressing here. But really focusing in on bringing out that flavor using salt and seasonings to our advantage to make the food taste good. Some other tips that might be helpful is things like breadcrumbs if you can, adding cheese or a dip or a sauce to vegetables. Nothing's off limits here. Truly, you can look on Pinterest and find some easy recipes to really make vegetables stand out and kind of steal the show. So make sure they taste good. 
All right, the next tip I have for you is to mix them in to already preferred foods. So for example, a classic in my opinion, mac and cheese and broccoli steals the game for me every single time. It's so good. I add it with my kids. They like it. I like it. We're getting our greens in and it tastes good. Another great combination are peas in your tuna, like tuna salad or tuna sandwiches, um, like canned tuna. Another one that we do often is scrambled eggs with spinach. Now here's the trick, all right? I will let you in on the trick with spinach in eggs or spinach really in anything. Dice it up. A lot of times it's easier just to take it directly from the like triple washed package and put it into the stove or put it onto the stove and um, cook it up just like that. But it comes off stringy a lot of times, especially for little eaters. It's a big bite and um, hard to chew up. So dice it first, ribbon it. That's what I love to do, um, especially for little eaters. And it will cook up obviously even smaller. We've all seen like the entire container of spinach shrink down into like a minuscule amount. But when you chop it up, it's just easier to bite and eat and better for our little ones to accept. So that's a great idea. All right. My next um, kind of thought here with how to easily increase greens is to make them into some sort of dip. So a tzatziki with cucumbers in there could be a great one, maybe a pesto sauce or an avocado spinach type hummus situation, um, or even spinach and artichoke dip, which I make every fall. I cannot wait to make that here soon during the football season. can be a great way to get those veggies in and serve it alongside either raw vegetables for dipping or um, crackers or, you know, pita bread, anything like that it can be a great way to get some extra greens in. All right. The next tip is smoothies. You probably saw this coming. I feel like greens in smoothies 100% changed the game to me. I feel like I can add loads and loads of spinach. And to me, it doesn't crazy change the taste. I know not everyone feels that way, but I feel like especially if you add banana, which is a very strong flavor or mango or pineapple, it oftentimes cuts the edge off that taste of the spinach or kale or even romaine that you can put into a smoothie. Um, and if you have a decent mixer or uh, blender, I should say, it really does cut it up so, so fine. And oftentimes our little ones don't even taste it. But I would recommend if you can get them involved putting the scoops and handfuls of spinach in there because I think like sometimes truly the look on their face to see this huge mound of spinach turn into practically like a four ounce cup of juice <laughs> is kind of amazing. So that can be a great tip there. The next tip actually came from a uh, table talker and she's part of the Mama Well community is muffins. She said, my kids will eat anything if it's in a muffin, <laughs> right? So anything uh, vegetable or not cooked down or put into some sort of bread type thing item, right? A little bit more accepted from our little ones. So there are recipes galore for spinach muffins or things like that. Uh, broccoli muffins. Actually, if you have my revamp system, I do have a broccoli cheddar muffin. I have a spinach muffin. I have zucchini chocolate muffins. So good. I have spinach pancakes. Those sorts of things are all inside the revamp system. So if you don't have that already, I can link it down in the description box for you. Um, but that has several recipes to get your spinach or your greens in general into some sort of bread-like product, which typically is more accepted by our little ones as well. All right, which leads me to my, my next tip, pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> I think this is a great opportunity to use 
the pizza as a vehicle to get those greens in. So I like to put things like broccoli, zucchini, squash on my pizza. Also basil, spinach is all really good on pizza. So um, any way that you can do that. Oh, green pepper. How could I almost forget about green pepper? So this is a great way to get some vegetables added to our pizza. Now, if your little one is like, "Uh uh-uh, I only eat cheese pizza, nothing else, do not fear, you can start really small with this. So maybe starting with just some basil flakes from like dried basil, increasing it to ribbons of fresh basil, then maybe ribbons of spinach. You can start to slowly increase the amount of vegetables found on the pizza, whether it's in the sauce or on top of the cheese or letting them add it themselves, sprinkle it on top, letting them have a pizza station where they can choose which greens to put on there can be so, so helpful. All right. The next kind of few tips are kind of my like staple recommendations that you guys have probably heard already, um, but they apply 100% to green. So the first one is to expose it to them over and over and over again. Do not assume that they're not going to like it, that they're not going to eat it, that they're not going to try it, that they're going to hate it. If we assume that and put it out there, likely our assumptions are going to be proved right because truly sometimes it's the way that we present it. Like literally our shoulders are slumped, our eyes are down. We're like, oh yeah, and here's your broccoli. Or we're like, here's your broccoli, yay. But we know they're not gonna touch it, right? But also it goes back to that letting yourself be surprised, you know, truly try to take your expectations out of the game and let yourself be surprised with what your little ones do or don't do with the food that you put in front of them. And as we all know, um, the average amount of times a little one has to see a food before they accept it is 30, generally speaking. And Likely, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry to be the one that told you, your child's probably going to be in the upwards of 30, right? (laughs) How we get averages is some kids are less, some kids are more, and then they find the middle mark. So likely, if you're here, if you're subscribed, if you know who I am, probably your kid is going to be on the higher end. So just taking that expectation out and knowing going into it that, okay, I'm just going to continue to expose them regularly to this food until one day they surprise me and pick it up and eat it. The next tip is to make it fun. You guys have heard me talk about this a million times. And no, I don't mean you have to like wear spinach, you know, headdresses and prance around the house and dance and all the things, right? But instead, we can just find ways of making it fun. Maybe that is a do-it-yourself pizza bar. Maybe that is having them, you know, be a part of the making process. Maybe it's, oh, I know, I did this one on Instagram a while ago using a stock, is that what it's called? Stock of romaine um, as a slide for your blueberry to, you know, go down onto your plate and showing your kids how fun greens can be. Um, Maybe it's growing it outside in your garden if you're one of those types that has a green thumb. Also hit me up, I need gardening tips. (laughs) Not a good gardener. I would say my thumb is like a weird shade of brown. So uh, we'll see on that front, but really truly finding some way to make it fun, interactive, and just letting them have a positive experience with it can be so helpful, which kind of leads me into um, almost my last tip, and that is to let them get involved in the kitchen. Let them choose which green you're picking from the grocery store. Let them choose which one you're serving tonight. If you have two zucchinis, let them pick out the one that they want you to cut up tonight. Let them help prep it, wash it, cut it, dry it, de-seed it, whatever it is. Um, Maybe even, oh gosh, do you guys have lettuce spinners or salad spinners? 100% my kid would love to pump 
that salad spinner. <laughs> Let them do that part and see all the juice and the water kind of um, on the edges, right? Or maybe it's even just getting them to help serve it to the table, serve it to other people, serve it to you, put it on their own plate can be so helpful. All right. And my last and final tip is if we are starting from like ground zero, my kid will not touch a green vegetable, start with a green fruit. Start with some green grapes, start with some green apples, start with a kiwi, whatever it is that you need to start with that's green, start there. And then you can do what's called bridging, which I teach in depth inside my Table Talk program, but really taking something that they already like and slowly getting to the food that you want them to like. This is a process, it's a whole thing that I teach in depth, but really finding at least one green thing that they can identify and like will just kind of cement in their head that like green is good, green is good, I like this food, green is good, right? And then finding slow ways to make changes to that green food until you get to that food, that kind of like goal food for you. And no, they're not gonna jump from green grape to kale in one day, likely, although I'm holding out to be surprised, but um, this is a process and it is 100% worth it. All right. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope that you share it with someone just in case they could use this help a little bit as well. And I super hope that if you try any of these tips and they work, you share it with me. So thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.